All right, welcome to episode nine. Yay! Across from me is my beautiful wife. We're back with another update. Hi! Um, last time we had an update as well, but now I guess we've been through a checkup, you could say. Right. I'm not cancer-free. <laughs> That's not <laughs> yeah. happening. This weekend was quite interesting. Yeah. To say the least. Yeah. Friday, I got up in the morning. We had been watching some movie the night before. You were a little bit tired. And the kids were on me about, well, I want a sandwich with a cheese. No, I don't want that. I want the yogurt. <laughs> and somehow... Um, somehow I got in the middle and asked you, have you taken your meds? I'm like, yeah. 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 And then the, as the day progressed, my hand started shaking. Not like... Um, epileptic shaking more like little cramps here and there like hey i'm 92 and my hand is shaking kind yeah. of shaking yeah i think i went for a workout that day uh -huh. and then it got worse yeah and i started panicking but i didn't tell you mm. and then i played some computer games and i couldn't I couldn't press some of the keyboards or actually no, no my, it gets stuck right it on got one, stuck like one my, my uh what is it this is my index ring finger, finger. my ring finger insisted on pressing the button really really hard so i think i destroyed the w key on my keyboard yeah i i, I honestly think it's just an excuse for you to get another keyboard but that's okay i'll get well i, I have to <laughs> any gamers out there will know that you need your w keyboard I know, you need to upgrade right to go forward 2.0 version 2.0 of whatever i have <laughs> whatever anyway so as the evening progressed uh, you, you said, uh, well, my alarm, I have alarm on my phone. Yeah, and I'm sitting there thinking, did I miss, did I do like a dosage incorrectly in your little box, your medic? Because I was getting box? a lot of shakes. Yeah, and I was like, shit, well, what's going on? And then I was thinking, what can I be, what can I be? Okay, I guess we, uh, we stepped down on the cortisone. Maybe the tumor really fast. got bigger. Yes, and then we were speculating. So then I called the the night, the night, uh, what's it called? The night shift. Because yes. the, the day shift, they take the weekend off. Yeah. Not to say that they're lazy. They're really good. Yeah. And uh, they always call us back really fast. Yeah. So I call them up and I say, hey, man, um, something's weir something weird's going on with my arm. I'm a little concerned. Uh, if it gets worse, can I increase my cortisone over the weekend? Right. Because we had just stepped down. Instead of stepping down two pills, they had asked us to step down four pills, which is uh, quite a bit. Quite a step. Like a one fourth of a dosage. Right. So they said, yeah, sure. If you feel your weekend as your weekend goes, it gets worse. Then go ahead and do that. Yeah. But then 7.30 hit. Oh, no, it's 7.30. Yeah, 7.30 yeah. p.m. Yeah, I got my alarm. I went to take my box and I realized, hmm, today's Friday, right? Yes. How come my morning and afternoon pills, uh, are, pills still are still all there? Oh, my God. So I missed my total dosage. And this is what the weird thing is. You had already missed your evening dosage like a week before. Yes. A week and a half before. And you also had some issues and we didn't know why why these issues were appearing. But of course, we found out the next morning when you found your night dosage still there. Right. So I was like, okay, well, Peter, I don't care if you're going to tell me if you've taken your meds or not. I'm going to go in and check every night and day. But then after a whole week, I could see that you were like actually doing, following the treatment plan. The treatment plan and you, you were taking your dosage. And I skipped that to check that box that Friday morning. Well, in my mind, and I it's was like convinced. Weird. I was I know, totally convinced like, I'd taken it. Why should I? why wouldn't i check it just that morning i i check it three times a day every day except for that friday it was like a bad omen i wasn't supposed to check it but i realized 
my brain only, you know how they say men can only do one thing at a time? Which is true. <laughs> now I realize men can only really do one <laughs> thing at a time. It's like if Olivia comes up to me and says, I want a cheese sandwich microwaved with a glass of milk for breakfast. And can you, can you, you fix me, me an apple? Yeah. Then I'll forget the meds. Yeah. So now my routine is get up. It's like at the airplane when it crashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, you take your own oxygen mask and place it on yourself, and then you help your child. Yeah. So that's my approach right now. Yeah. And like yesterday, you were doing uh, your your egg protein shake. Oh, yeah. Oh, and God. then you were doing uh, a salad, I think, at the same time. Uh-huh. And then you were trying to look at some cleaners for your car. No. Or something like that. What was you, what were you doing in the in the laundry room? You're organizing some cleaners or something. Yeah. So you're doing all these three things at the same time, and then you ended up not doing anything. Mm-hmm. You, you started everything, but you didn't finish anything. Yeah, which is normal for most men. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But if you read the pamphlet, which I still haven't. Yeah. Uh, it does say that mm-hmm. you you can have some short term memory functional yeah. do you loss. feel like you've read upon all these little uh brochures that they gave you or do you feel like you, no, you just ma- trust I'm, your instinct here? i'm a guy i don't read the manual yeah i never this computer right here i set so up so i'm the no only manual. one who's like totally up to date with the side effects of radiation you've probably read the the, the, <laughs> yeah, read beep, the whole what's thing. the bpac saddle in this uh, english the little pamphlet that comes with all the yeah, side effects yeah. you, you probably know them by heart yeah, the safety data sheet or something. Safety material safety data sheet for the meds. <laughs> I don't know. I don't read them. Why? Like your your uh, hydrocortisone for your head. You had no idea how to use it. Oh, that that's the only one I read actually. You did. Yes. Okay. Or is it because they told you how to use no, it? No, it's because uh, last week my head started uh, uh, itching. It felt like a burn. Oh. A sunburn. Yeah. From the radiation. And then I pulled out the box and I read the instructions and told me how. But the nurse today did say something new that wasn't in the instructions. That's right. That It's nowhere actually written anywhere. That's just experience. Yes. You're supposed to actually uh, clean your or wash your head before radiation if you right. use hydrocortisone. Right. A couple hours before. Yeah. We did not know. But today I got another memory loss thing. I forgot my paperwork. At the hospital. At the radiation place. Yeah. It's either that or they forgot to give it to me. You, you can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> well, it's like you go in, you wait outside and you put in a piece of paper in the little yeah. folder holder thing. Uh-huh. So they know it's you. Yeah. And then you go inside, you do your thing, and then they come out and they give you the paper back. Because yeah. they scratch off the day. Yeah. Now you have a good excuse of not remembering anything I've said. It's totally good now. Yeah, you can just... I have an alibi. Yeah. I'm going to be like, what? You mm-hmm. told me I couldn't buy that surfboard? <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? You never said that to me before. Yeah. Anyway, so that's been going on since last Friday. Yeah. But now the shakes are gone. Yeah. But there are a lot of repeated questions sometimes when we sit at a couch. Yeah. That's just to make sure. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's like you go into the garage to get a tool and then you forget what tool you were supposed to get. Yeah. Or close the door after yourself. Like the other day you had the, the window open in the house. The oh, whole day. Right. We, I made the bed and then I... And I thought it was open. freaking cold. I didn't know It was know freezing. Where, yeah, I was like, where is this coming from? Yeah, because it's it's pretty cold and sweet yeah, now. But we can't s- blame you. We understand. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I guess an excuse for everything. Yeah. And how are you feeling otherwise? I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. Um, you, were, you were a little bit worried about your uh, scar from your biopsy. You thought uh, a piece of your skull was missing the other day. <laughs> yeah. Which, I was trying to convince you it's still there. 
when I was squinting my head, uh, I think that's what it's called. It's squinting. like a dime, the size of a dime. Like then a... it felt like the piece was like uh, protruding inside the skull. I don't know how to explain it. It's like the little piece is just mm -hmm. going downward in the head. Maybe it's scar tissue. Maybe it's scar tissue. Yeah. But, but you were like letting me like touch it almost like, look, if you touch it, it's like a hole. There's a button. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hole. Is that my brain right underneath there? And I was like, no. Yeah. You're, you're good. I mean, maybe. But at first I was thinking maybe the skull bone or whatever it's called, like fell in a little bit, but it, it's it's there. And it just floated into some other area. No, it's like it's a little bit on receded. a lower receded a little bit. I don't know. I feel like a gangster now. Yeah. So you're getting a tattoo on your head? I'm definitely getting a tattoo. Yeah. Like a giant cobra or something. Yeah. We'll, be, we'll discuss it. Mm -hmm. We're going to do the tattoo on the arm first. Okay. And then we're going to... You never wanted tattoos before. No, but I think um, this experience has sort of... How shall we say? After getting into the emergency for the 16, 17 hours mm -hmm. and then waiting for the doctor to come back out and letting me know what's up with the CT scan and then me reading... And then me reading in the journal and what I read was three times one centimeter mass. That wasn't really what was in there, but I was so tired at the time that I was just sort of reading every other line. Mm -hmm. And when the doctor came in and said what he said, and then he said, we, you need, we need to take you to an um, uh, oncologist, transfer you, and they will do an MRI to, to check you out. It's, it's quite a lot to take in. Mm -hmm. um, and I think at the time, the I'm not saying the emergency personnel are bad, but the thing that they did really efficiently is getting me the heck out of there. Yeah. Like it, two minutes after he came in and said, we're going to transfer you. You were out. I was out. And then I remember. Like, um, were you laying in a corridor waiting? No, no, no. I, I, I had a room. No, yeah. they took. Actually, no, they took me out in the corridor. Yeah. Yeah. You have to wait. And then you're watching the COVID patients passing by. Oh, gosh. And the way you see the COVID patients pass by because they're like. Were like coughing next to you? No, but the nurses were dressed in a welder's helmet gloves and the mask and then they had the some patients had like a plastic tent yeah it felt like i was in a zombie movie almost yeah but it doesn't really matter because i had to go through the same corridor mm. and then once i got into the neurology department the lady was like you could smell the coffee as you come in and i hadn't eaten for i don't know 20 hours maybe mm. and she the nurse came in and i had a room for myself and i was like wow this is like the ritz hall carlton hotel or something so she was like are you hungry can you walk by yourself because we have a cafeteria you can go grab some coffee some sandwiches i said sure and i just walked over there and as yeah. i'm walking over there i'm i'm passing each room yeah and i'm seeing these like older people mm. that are really struggling they're not like me i really felt like what the hell is going on i'm 45 years old and here i am with 80, 90 plus people that are, they look like they're going to die. Mm. That's how I felt. It mm. felt like, um, uh, what is it called? Palliative. Palliative? Palliative. I don't <laughs> know what word. it is. Same word. It's like when you're, when, when Hosp they know that Hospice? You're, hospice, yeah. Hospice felt like care, a hospice. right? So I felt like I was mm -hmm. in the wrong department. Mm -hmm. But then when I walked into cafeteria, because of Corona, you can't order the food on your own. You have to sit down and then a nurse comes up with you with a welder helmet and mm -hmm. she asks you what she wants. She gave me everything I wanted and I was sort of observing the room and I could see that every single patient had a wheelchair and they had a nurse next to them feeding them because they couldn't, their arms were straight shaking so much. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm going, what the hell am I doing here? 
what the hell's going on? Is mm-hmm. this where I'm going? Mm-hmm. And then I finished my sandwich and I finished my really bad coffee, went to my room and lay down and pretty much in a fetal position. And then I started crying mm-hmm. because that's the last time since the people telling me, the doctors telling us that this is a tumor that I cried, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I cried. Elton John. <laughs> we'll, we'll pass. Yeah. The Elton John. Nobody will understand. What do you mean, Elton John? Well, I played an Elton John story. Uh, no, song. A song. <laughs> Sorry. But was it a happy song or a sad song? I think the song is um, The Songs for You. And, it's, and I was doing laundry. You're yeah. in the kitchen. And then it talks about life. And I don't know, somehow it got to me and I just started crying. But I didn't want yeah, to see... Yeah, you came the, in running. I didn't want to show the kids that I was crying like Olivia was there. And it's like, what's going on? Yeah. So I just went into the ba- the laundry room because you know you were there. Yeah. And I had to cry for two minutes. Yeah. And we had a big, big hug. I mean, fuck it. I'm not ready to leave here. No. Uh, I'm going to be here for you another 30 leave. years. I mean... We have a lot of plans. We're not done yet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. fuck this shit. You know? Yeah. Um... It's the uncertainty that fucks with you. And I don't want to talk in a bad language, but... It messes up your head. When I was there that week, yeah, going back and forth between being home with the family and the kids mm-hmm. and then going back there and seeing these people suffering, mm-hmm. um, some of those people are probably not alive today. Yeah. And it makes you appreciate life. Yeah. And it's hard, it's easy for me to say it because I've experienced it. And every day I wake up, I'm happy I can put on my own socks. I'm happy I don't have to go to the bathroom and have two nurses following me and wipe my own butt. But it's now that you start appreciating the little things in life that you just took for granted every single day. And it it pisses me off. Because nobody wipes your ass before. And and, uh, now all of a sudden you you realize how close this can become a reality of not having even control of your own body, which is something we take for granted all the time. Yeah. And my life, if I rewind my life six months, I think I've said it Mm. before, it wasn't much different. The Mm. difference was I didn't have a diagnosis. I took it for granted. Now it's like I get up every day. That's the tough part because now you know it's I'm not, this is the wrong word, not definite, but it's more of a definite answer of knowing that something is wrong. Yeah. And then not knowing how long this is going to take to maintain. Right. To get better. All these questions that we never had to deal with before. And it's the uncertainty. And and the thing is. And it gets uh, to you. Like you have, I mean, just like you and I, we have good days and I actually have bad days too. Yeah. And lately I've had a couple of bad days, not like all days, but moments mm-hmm. where I feel like I'm getting, I feel like it's so damn unfair. That yeah, I get, like, yeah, we got a phone yeah, call yesterday. Yeah, and I yesterday. can't handle myself when I think about it because we yeah, have we, so much we, to look forward to. We got a phone call yesterday. I'm not going to say who it was. And it's a guy who's essentially... Uh, I don't know what to say. Not a dumbass. A, an there, asshole. I said an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, why does this fucker get to live his life that way? And mm. I have done everything right. Mm. According to um, the, the checkbox. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I think my message out there is. We don't get to choose. No, but I'm going to fight because I'm a fighter. Yeah, you have to. And that's why I'm doing the small things. That's why mm-hmm. I'm eating the 
nasty ass egg protein bullshit thing that I've given me. That's why I'm drinking it and almost throwing throwing up. One day I'll throw up. Yeah. But um, that's also why I'm working out. Yeah. Uh, as a family, yesterday we worked out and the it was whole it was fun. Even uh, Leonie was there in the room jumping yeah. around. All four of us. And um, I'm doing it because I want to show them that anything's possible. Mm. But then hopefully somebody out there listening will will um, will take a step back and they'll say, you know, fuck it. You know, mm. I am going to die one day and maybe I should just appreciate each day that I have. Mm. And the other thing that's really, really cool is, for me at least, you can filter out a lot of the bullshit. You choose yeah, what's have, important to you. Yeah. Because I remember... But have you been able to tackle all the bullshit around you now? A little bit better than before? Were you starting to put your foot down? I guess you could say <laughs> sometimes I'm, I can be really honest. Yeah. If but I, how does that feel? feels pretty good. Yeah. It, it, and it's not to be mean, but it's like... But if you, I don't... you started to decide like what's important to you now right. and what's not. And what you should spend your time doing and... Um, what you can just leave at the side, yeah. you know, what is not Because when you're in the hospital bed and you're hooked yeah. up to one arm and you're hooked up to the other arm and you're laying there, what's going through your mind is, fuck, I just want to go home. Mm. I want to see my wife. I want to see my kids. Okay, there was a little moment where I was like, I want to go surf. Yeah. But that was more like, <laughs> that was more like, um, to me. I thought you had a moment, oh, it's quiet, it's nice. No, I had a roommate. Room service. I had a roommate who was uh, drinking a Swedish drink called Ramlasa, which is re- literally carbonated water. Yeah. And he didn't have a bladder, so he had to call the nurses 24-7. He didn't every... have a bladder? You mean he had a catheter? He had a catheter, but he had to go pee because he filled the catheter all the time. Oh. Because they kept requesting two of these carbonated drinks. Oh. So... At some point at three in the morning, he also sh- shit himself. So I called the nurses. You press a little button and they show up. And I mm. said, look, you, you nice. better clean this guy up and don't give him any more of the carbonated water. Just give him water because he gives you it just goes through your system. system. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. So it's hard to describe. But Poor guy didn't get more water that night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did. Oh, you did? He kept peeing. I didn't sleep that night. Okay. That was the night that you told the doctors I had to stay there because of all the seizures. That's right. And I didn't have one seizure that night. Well. I was pretty pissed. <laughs> but, it is uh, what it is, Peter. Yeah. But I did it for your sake. I didn't do it. I mean. I know. If, if people could see that day before how it was here with you having seizures every hour. And they were pretty bad. Can you describe what it was like? We were at the dining room table, and I no, you say, you're like uh, you were um, um, totally disoriented, and you would look for things like almost like you were a little bit schizophrenic. In what you, way? Like you were looking behind yourself, like oh, there's somebody here, <laughs> and you would turn around, and you would just, and then you would walk away, and you were saying, "I'm going to the restroom," but you walked a totally different way, and then you were heading out, and you were completely out. Okay. But the thing is, you your recollection is weird because you could remember you had it, but you couldn't remember the details of what was happening during the seizure. Well, it's... And then you were grabbing things and you were shaking really bad. And... Um, well, I went through my you log. Were, we couldn't even get eye contact with you. Well, the thing is, I was going through my logs yesterday or this today. And mm-hmm. the average amount of seizures I had was between 20 to 27 a day. That's right. So that's one per hour or more. Yeah. And in September, they were quite severe, strong. Yeah. I mean, today I could handle it differently, but we went from 
you're having one attack outside with the chainsaw to them sending you home with 27 attacks, totally delusional half the time. Right. You know, know. put yourself in my shoes a little. And I'm not trying to play victim here. I'm just. No, you're playing the victim. No, no, I'm just trying. I figured you would be safer over there because I thought you were going to like do something crazy or flip out or. Or just take out. No, I was also scared you were going to get like the grandma seizure while I was home. I didn't have any meds. No, now I'm a freaking pharmaceutical company in here. Right. I have all the heavy stuff. I could, I could take care of like an elephant. That's how much stuff I have. Like huge amount of drugs not not that i want to inform everybody but yeah so anyway let's go back to the tattoo um after i had the biopsy because <laughs> i want to i want people to know yeah and i don't really give a shit what people think but uh, people complain about bullshit stuff you know uh, they didn't get the right coffee or uh, the line's too long someplace or whatever the whatever their mm-hmm. complaints are mm-hmm. And when you're put in this situation, you realize that you should be fucking happy to be alive. Mm. Like when I went to take the, the test, you know, the blood test, the weekly blood test at the local yeah. hospital. Uh, hospital. Yeah. There was an elderly man who got really pissed off at the nurses and started yelling at them because he had to wait in line. Just like everybody else. Yeah. Had to wait. But he was a real like elderly, not elderly. He was maybe 60, 62 ish. Yeah. But maybe he was bitter, Peter. Not everybody's happy about their life. There's people that are bitter. But then go jump off a bridge. No. And let everyone else be happy. don't want to say that. No, seriously. <laughs> like, get in your car and just Come drive on. into the harbor. No. And and then that's over. Peter's a little bit radical right now. So sorry about that. I'm not radical. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, stop bitching. Yeah. Like, be happy. You're, yeah. Like, so here I am sitting with my little mask on and I got my little cap so nobody can see I'm totally But do you shit. think maybe it's because now you have a totally different patience than you had before you were you were super impatient before yeah before this happened of course you were you were a little bit of like not maybe that guy that 65 year old he was like an old fisherman that was pissed off at life yeah but you were an old fisherman too. yeah okay (laughs) but i feel like your patients have um have changed you're a lot calmer now even though you're high on steroids (laughs) you had an episode there where you were a little bit pissed off but uh of course i I think the only thing that pushes my buttons is when the kids are loud and i have a headache which i haven't had in a while yeah Uh, you know i want them to not scream so much because there's too much activity going on it's almost like my brain can't process them playing around throwing toys and all this other stuff and you just want them to pardon the pardon the french shut the fuck up i think every normal person sometimes reacts on their own kids that it's too loud and you just want them to come down for a minute yeah, but it's like my hands start shaking, mm-hmm. my adrenaline starts pumping, mm-hmm. and I tell them once, I tell them twice, and then I go just yep. go, go to your room. Yeah. But anyway, going back to the tattoo. <laughs> okay. It's a long story. But the, the reason why I want to get a tattoo is when I got the biopsy, mm-hmm. uh, the surgeon who mm-hmm. was... Uh, your hot surgeon. My hot surgeon. You, you told me. <laughs> I never met him, but apparently Peter <laughs> told everybody at the hospital that... He was good looking and I guess they were like, I don't know, they thought maybe... No, I googled him before. Oh. Because I was concerned. I've never had a major surgery. So yeah. I googled him to see if they had a Lex Maria on him. And you and didn't find anything, right? he's being prosecuted for malpractice or something. And nothing, right? I couldn't find anything, but I found like uh, modeling images of him. Okay. And I said, that can't be the guy. So I just said, 
No doctor is that good looking. But that was the guy. So he showed up pre-op or pre-surgery, and then he's like, "Hey, how's it going? Uh, I guess we're having a little surgery today." Mm-hmm. And, and then you, I remember you told me, "If if you're coming with me, and he's there, you're not meeting him." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What?" But he drew on my arm. Yeah. And it's just an arrow with a signature on it. Yep. So I said to myself, after this is done, I'm going to have a surgery of that. I mean, sorry, a surgery. A tattoo. Yeah. And and maybe I'll have the artist include the family's names or something yeah. like that. And the reason I want that there is because irrespective of what happens in my life, if I feel like I want to start bitching about mm-hmm. something, the latte is not too hot or too much salt in my mm. food. You want to like I can look at my arm and be reminded of, of that. You don't you don't feel like the scar on your head is enough? And the baldness? Yeah. No. Like I'm the biopsy ta- hole. I'm, I'm getting the ta- loose part right there. I'm getting a tattoo. And I'm also getting a tattoo because uh I think my mom doesn't want me to get a tattoo. Oh, so I'm doing so it to now piss you're her rebellious. off. Too. Yeah. So if she's listening, then sorry, mom. Yeah, I did not have anything to do with this, by the way. I just want to clarify. Look, plus I have a bald head, I have a scar. So the tattoo is tattoo. the only missing link right now. I'm gonna be looking like a badass. What about piercing? Your no piercings. No piercings. No piercings. Okay, good. No, we're not mm-hmm. doing that. No. Tattoo, bald head. That's what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I'm thinking earring or something. No. Now I look like a pirate. No. Maybe they'll cast me for pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean. You and Olivia can go get pierced at the same time. Maybe our daughter is she scared of getting her ears pierced? Our oldest one. Oh yeah. Mm. Anyway, so I think. For me, an appreciation for life. Keto diet's a fun topic. Oh, we it's can, killing me. It's we can bitch about it, but yeah, it's 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 kind of like if we don't do it. For all the keto lovers out there, I'm so sorry. We love you, but fuck but you. but this is the oh, fuck you. most boring. I I know. I don't even know where to start. It's like I've eaten every vegetable that's grown above the ground now. Mm-hmm. And the combination of meat or fish or chicken or uh, vegetarian stuff with the not having bread, not having pasta is like killing us. Because before you could just take meat, cook the meat, uh, cook the pasta, put yeah. together and eat as a family. I honestly feel like a cow. I feel like I'm chewing greens every day. Yeah, because you buy a lot of spinach. And it was like salads and like I'm constantly chewing. I miss, you know, there's a little long list of miss. I was trying to lose weight yeah. before this all was going So are, are we losing weight, by the way? So my go-to, uh, we are kind of. Yeah. But we're working out and we're being more health conscious, whatever. Mm. I think the thing with keto is, like, I have to take my, um, uh, the pill. What's the mm. pill called? The, the pill? The, the chemo pill? The chemo pill. Yeah. So I have to fast one hour before taking it, mm-hmm. and then I fast one hour before going into radiation. One hour after. Right. One hour before, one hour after. Which means two hours. Mm-hmm. And usually the, the keto breakfast isn't really like, it's not bacon and eggs every day because you're not feeling for it. So usually for me, it's like a Greek yogurt with nothing really, because you can't put in a banana because it has too much carbs. But you have strawberries. I put in maybe some strawberries. And Javier sent you some really good stuff. And Javier sent us some oh, granola, granola thingies, special. But that went like, we used that as a snack. Two days. Two days and it was gone. Gone. <laughs> but uh, is it? do you think it's because we were lazy too? When we don't want to put the effort in of making good food? No, I think it's a transition. Yeah. And it requires planning. Because Whereas I know no, we just have to boil some hard 
like do some hard-boiled eggs. Even that is complicated for us sometimes. I mean, if you think about it, our go-to <laughs> is hot wings and salad. I know. Oh, I'm so tired of salads and meat. I like, don't, I, I, all I want is like uh, fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and a pizza would be nice. Oh, or a pizza. Oh, my God. Or a, The other uh, day, I like scraped off. Like our kids, we ordered a pizza for our kids and we scraped off the, the top of the pizza. Yeah, I think one of our kids is currently coming down. Nope. I can hear the footsteps. I'm out of time. I think you're hearing something in your head. Okay, we're in the basement, by the way, so we can hear them walk. I think Olivia is doing her creepy walk upstairs. Nobody's here, Peter. All right, so anyway. Um, now you, you destroyed my... Pizza story. Oh, go ahead with the pizza story. <laughs> no, what was happening? No, no, tell no. us. But one thing I want to tell you about the keto diet, it's so deceiving because um, I was going to try a, a cappuccino. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't drink coffee, by the way. So this is a big step for me. So I decided the only way I can drink cappuccino, if I put a little bit of cream in it, like whipped cream. And um, turns out that after I put like a whipped cream, like a half a cup, I realized that this cappuccino was worth like 500 calories. <laughs> so could have just so I can't. Milk. Yeah, I can't continue. on. I'm going to gain weight. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But the weather is getting better so we can start taking walks. Yeah. So that's a good the good thing. about mm-hmm. it. Um, for me, it's like now it's post Christmas. So in Sweden, they have um, semla season, which is essentially a bun. Where they scrape out the bottom of it. And they put uh, almond paste. Almond paste, and then they put whipped cream on top of that with another bun. Uh, bun, and mm. it's so you can kind of see it like a burger. It's so that's like the the cream is like the burger, I guess. And you, you love it. those. And then they sprinkle the powdered sugar. The sugar. <laughs> and I could have one of those mini ones. It would be awesome. But uh, no, nope. keto says no. But we're yeah. gonna have try to make a keto one for. Uh, yeah, with this weekend. almond flour. I'm sure it's going to taste wonderful. Oh, the, the taste of... Uh, uh, that the, sounds weird to taste picture, of nuts. The picture. <laughs> but nuts itself, just eating, chewing nuts. I'm so over it yeah. with um, like almonds, peanuts, cashews. Yeah. It's like that that dry... Uh, it's got a grainy type Grainy, taste. dry taste that's like gets to you. So regular, I just need one bite and then I'm like already, ugh. Regular flour is just mm. like flour. Yeah. It doesn't have that grainy taste. And you know, we've only done this for two months and we're already complaining. I'm not really, I'm, I'm used to it, but ugh. the hard part is like when you come home, you can't take everything out of the fridge and eat it because 80% is the kids' food and 20% mm. is ours. So yeah. it's a matter of preparation. Yeah. But I promise myself once I get on the... Uh, chemo only phase which is in two weeks i'll start cooking more yeah so but the other bullshit is um you look at the keto recipes and you print them and they look really good but then you make them and don't you think they fake the pictures they yeah i used one for pancakes i swear to you they look like real american pancakes and you took a picture of the one. I followed the recipe. Exactly. Mm, I think I posted them on Instagram. And it does not look <laughs> it even the like same. like somebody took a shit on my pan. <laughs> I, I was like, how the heck do their pancakes look like this and ours look like this? Because so we were it's eating not even them. fair. <laughs> we were eating them. And then the kids were eating the real pancakes right next to us. 
But mm-hmm. Olivia liked them. Olivia liked them. Yeah. Yeah. So. But, yeah. And then Nina sent us a book too. Yeah. From Stockholm. Thank you, Nina. So uh, I, I've actually there's some soups there that I'm interested mm-hmm. in. It's just the snacks are hard to because uh, you're. Yeah, I'm done going to with peanuts as a snack. Yeah. I'm done doing the um, the yogurt stuff. Uh, I, I just want to eat like I'm over snack. the hard boiled eggs. I can't even if I peel an egg now, I can smell it. It makes me kind of like feel sick a little bit. Yeah. Plus, I'm on egg protein, which is super oh, concentrated. I feel sorry for you. So and they might put me on another round of it after. The, but you asked for it, too, though. Yeah, because it's part yeah. of a clinical trial. Yeah. So it's going to increase my chances of having normal. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. They're never going to tell me I'm. I'm gone but uh, it might increase my chances yeah so but do you feel better than you have been for the last four or five months right yeah and yesterday i uh, deadlifted more than i've done since uh, Mm -hmm. september and you were worried that my brain was gonna explode yeah because you could see the veins in my head yeah but i've never had a shaved head unsafe but you're very stubborn i only did 80 percent of my total weight Mm -hmm. Meaning 80% of what I usually am doing. So if I'm usually doing 200, then I did, I don't even know what the math is, but I didn't do that much. Yeah. But since my head is shaved, you can see the veins in my brain or my head now. So I look more badass. Badass, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like Bruce Willis kind Mm -hmm. of badass. So now you're getting glasses just because of looks, not because you need them, right? Because you do have reading glasses, but you feel like you feel a bit naked now. No, to be honest, I look like a Nazi. No, you don't. Kind of. <laughs> it's very tanned one. <laughs> I, I don't want people no, to. Don't. I don't want people to see me around town thinking I'm a Nazi. So, I'll wear my I'll wear all my progressive glasses and uh, I'll look more like oh he's educated from uh, Lund University. Okay. <laughs> anyway, plus uh, apparently when I start driving, I can see the road signs. Mm-hmm. I have to get them in five years anyway. I know. So I might as well just get them now. Just get them now. Yeah. Two for 20. Yeah, two for 20. And those who know us know what, what that means. Yeah, there's only one person. <laughs> That's heavier. That's heavier. That's two a, for 20 heavier. We never said, we never talked about our trip to Mexico. That's right. Maybe yeah, next time we're going to have to we'll discuss it. Time. Our trip to Mexico with heavier. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. But today was a good day. Today was a good day. We ran some errands. We, um, uh, errands, then I mean, the hospital, <laughs> the radiation, you did your blood work and then we went home. Yeah. That's pretty much it. That was the errands that we had. Okay. Uh, yesterday we started watching yeah. it and then we, today we finished it. One. It's been a while since we watched the movie. Mm-hmm. Normally it's like kids movies. So I think it's fun that we get an opportunity to do this podcast and watch movies. Yeah. Maybe uh, we should do like movie reviews then no. while we're at it. No. No. This is going to be a review of... I don't know what it's going to be. We'll wing it. Yep. But um, it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun because it gets us an opportunity to connect and then reflect on our memories and stuff. Yeah. And then you saw your sister today and her husband. Yeah. They I were power walking today. They were power walking. Yeah. That was something new. Big deal. <clears throat> Maybe we Sonia, motivated Sonia, if you're them. listening, oh my God. Badass. You guys are power walking together. In the in the in the cold. In the cold, that's good. Maybe they want to join our gym. Maybe we will start selling uh, memberships. Some egg protein. 
<laughs> you get a oh, egg God. protein as you leave. Two bags. Oh no. For twenty. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, it was a short update today. Short. Uh, well, thirty-eight minutes. Yeah. Whatever. Um, if you like the show, feel free to share it with your friends. Um, give it a like, a thumbs up, or whichever. I don't like the promotional aspect of it, but if you want to promote it, feel free to promote it. Yeah. I forgot to talk about um, masks. Oh, yeah. Masks. Oh, yeah. We found out yesterday that those regular surgical masks that you buy at the Swedish pharmacy pharmacy do not work. That well. That well. You have to buy a FF3 something. Wait, I'm looking. I'm going to look it up. No, I turned on my phone. It's a, yeah. it's a certain um, certification. Yeah. But we do have a gas mask at home that we could wear. But I, I think people would. I wore that when Olivia had uh, stomach flu. Uh, stomach flu. Did it? Did it help? By the way. For two days. And then you had the stomach flu. And then I had the stomach flu. Did as well. you put a filter in there? Yes, a brand new one. Really? Uh huh. But it was I a filter for chemical. Chemical. Uh, uh, not for virus particles. Like Chernobyl type stuff. Yeah. Mm. But then I had to dispose of the liquids, so I also had to wash them off. Maybe I you didn't wash your hands thoroughly. Didn't wash my hands thoroughly. Mm. That's a separate topic. Yeah. Yeah. How do we get? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know how we got there. You no. asked. And no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should go to the store with one of those. But we're looking at getting some new masks, I guess. I already ordered them. Yeah. Peter already ordered. So. But the, the cool part about um, the radiation is that there's not that many people there. Yeah. So you don't touch any doors all automated mm -hmm. and uh, yeah so you don't have to worry about the risks of touching something that's good getting some mm -hmm. covid exposure mm. unless the nurses are getting exposed yeah. then it's a different issue yeah cool cool all right well take care and have a good evening morning or afternoon yeah all right night night, night, night. night. bye